Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 158, number 158, numero 158. Hello, hello! Hey there, amigos y amigas! And welcome to the English Made Simple show. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net. EnglishMadeSimple.net. How is it going? How are you guys? I trust you're well. I trust you've been keeping yourself out of trouble and out of mischief. I trust you've been behaving, which is good. Guess what, guys? Uh, for the first time in ages, in a very long time, in ages, first time in ages, I had a relaxing weekend. I really had a relaxing weekend. On the weekend, I decided to binge watch cartoons by Walt Disney <laughs> on Netflix. It was really fun. It was really fun. Brought back memories from my childhood. Well, I couldn't go anywhere. We had another heat wave in Adelaide. It was really hot here in Australia, over 30 degrees Celsius. Really hot. But nobody cares, Milena, as my husband likes to say. Nobody cares about your gibberish. Enough chit-chat, Milena. So I said to my husband, Shush! Shush! Just mean shut up. <laughs> Shush! I understand what he's trying to say. Enough of gibberish, Milena. The show must go on. So guys, let me ask you this question. Okay, let me start with a question. Do you know how native speakers speak? Did you know that when you use English in a casual conversation, you don't have to follow grammar rules that much? People often speak using slang or using contractions. And uh, some of you may know slang or don't know any slang words um, and do you really use contractions when you're speaking with somebody in English have you tried it yourself do you use contractions so yeah native speakers use contractions a lot they abbreviate things and they also use slang as well so guys uh, today's uh, show is going to be about simple phrases that you can use with native speakers And non-native speakers alike. You can speak English with non-native speakers, okay? Cool. Today, I want to talk about collocations. Collocations. I did mention uh, collocations before, about a hundred episodes ago, about a hundred years ago. <laughs> I mentioned collocations. <laughs> What collocations were? It was in uh, one of the earlier episodes I did. Uh, when I started English Made Simple, episode number 15, I think, 15, 1-5. Yep, that's it. Uh, that was episode number 15, where I talked about collocations. Wow, that was such a long time ago now. Time flies, time flies indeed. Right, so let me use the same definition I used uh, in that episode to explain what a collocation is. Collocations are words that are generally used together to make you sound more natural in English. Collocations are just a combination of words, okay? Put together, well put together. <laughs> This is the way native speakers speak. They use collocations, they use phrasal verbs, and they combine the two and create a sentence. This is the secret, my friends. 
That's the secret to speaking English more fluently. Don't tell anybody it's a secret, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is especially the case for you guys who are at an um, intermediate level of English. If you want to improve your speaking, I recommend learning about collocations and phrasal verbs. And this is what I teach in my Speak Easy program. And the program for November is closed now, but the next time I run the Speak Easy program will be in January or February next year, okay? So keep your ears and eyes open. Right, it's important to practice collocations and phrasal verbs. Uh, use them in a sentence. Try to use them in a sentence because that's how the native speakers speak or just pay attention to how the native speakers speak, what words they use in particular, right? For those of you who rely on Google Translator, you will notice that uh, most of the time Google Translator will not translate something correctly because it doesn't recognize a collocation. Like, for example, a collocation when you're talking about, you know, taking a shower. To take a shower. To take a shower. I'm going to use Spanish as an example here, Spanish language. You can say it in a couple of ways in Spanish. Uh, one way is just with one word, which is ducharse. Ducharse. Google Translator shows it as get a shower. Get a shower, which is not correct if you wanted to say that you wanted to take a shower. And it really doesn't sound natural to say, oh, I'm going to get a shower. No, 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 no. Take a shower. The proper way to say this is using a collocation with the word take. To take. Take a shower. Great. Easy peasy. Japanesey. Also, a similar example if you wanted to take a quick shower. A quick shower. Native speakers say a quick shower. But the translator may get confused and think that you meant to say fast shower. A fast shower. So it will tell you to say fast shower instead of a quick shower. I'll just take a quick shower, okay? A quick shower sounds more natural. Am I making sense so far, guys? Great. To make sense is a collocation. Yes, yes, it's a collocation. We wouldn't say do sense. Does this do sense? No, 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 no. We say make sense. Make sense. In Spanish, it is tiene sentido. Makes sense. So far, so good. Okay, guys, in today's episode, I will give you examples of some collocations that you can start using today. I'm going to share 14 words with you. 14, one, four, one, four. These words, uh, which are easily recognizable, are used to um, form collocations. You can use them when you're forming collocations. So, the 14 words are have, do, make, take, get, give, provide, pay, keep, break, save, go, come, catch. Did you get all that? That's it. I'm not going to repeat that. That's, that's 14 words. You have to remember all of that. <laughs> no, no. Here it is. I'll say it slowly. The words like have, do, make, take, get, give, provide, pay, Keep, break, save, go, come, and catch. Catch. All right. Those 14 words are often used to 
to make uh, collocations, to form collocations. The most commonly used words for you guys uh, from that list are um, make, the word make. Okay, there's a lot of collocations using the word make, and I'm going to give you some examples. Then we have do, 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 take, like take a shower, have, get, and go. All right, but we're not going to go into all of them today. I will continue later next week. So today I will give you a few examples uh, so you will um, see what I mean by collocations. I will use the word make, make, because I think a lot of people can relate to this word and they would know it, okay? They will know this word make. Let's consider the first example, make a mistake. We wouldn't say do a mistake. Even though the native speakers will understand you what you meant by do a mistake, you wouldn't sound natural to them. So the most natural phrase would be make a mistake. If you wanted to use it in the past tense, remember guys, the word make is an irregular verb, so it becomes made in the past tense. So let's use an example in the past tense and present tense using the word make. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. Or in the past tense, oops, I just made a mistake. I just made a mistake. I make mistakes all the time. C'est la vie, it's part of being human. I make mistakes. So that was a very simple example, okay? A few simple examples there. The next time you think you said something wrong, remember, you can say, oops, I made a mistake. Or if you were Britney Spears, you can say, oops, I did it again. <laughs> or if you were Britney Spears for real, you would not just say it, you would sing it. Oops, I did it again. I'm not going to sing that song now. Let's be serious. Let's not sing Britney Spears songs. Um, let me give you more examples using the word make. Make. Okay, what else can we say? So make a mistake. You can make friends, make friends, meet new people, make new friends. Make a cup of coffee, make a cup of coffee, make a cup of coffee or make a cup of tea. Make a decision or make the right decision, make the right decision. Make sure, two words, make sure, make sure you do this. Make sure you listen to English Made Simple. Make sure you do it. It's a must. Ensure that you listen to English Made Simple. Right. So these five or six phrases that I just shared with you are the ones you would use often. Okay. You would tend to use them often. Like make a cup of coffee. That's what I say to my husband. Shut up and make me a cup of coffee. Go. <laughs> and lastly, guys, I want to do something fun with you. I have a trivia question for you. I want you to think really hard about this question, okay? I'm going to ask you something. Are you ready? Here it goes. Do we say make a question or do we say do a question? Which one sounds more natural? Let me give you a clue. I've mentioned it at the beginning of today's episode, just about, you know, one minute into the episode. I actually use the correct phrase but because we are doing a trivia question I will give you three seconds 
to tell me the answer. Make a question or do a question. Which one is correct? One, two, three. I'm sorry to say, but you are all wrong. You're all wrong. If you chose make a question, then you've just made a mistake. If you chose do a question, you've just made a mistake as well. The correct answer is ask a question. Ask a question. Ta-da! That's it. For example, let me ask you a question. How did you miss that? How could you miss that? I use this quite often, this phrase. Oh, well. I can't really hear you guys anyway, even if you did say the right answer. I can't hear you because I'm speaking into uh, uh, the microphone and I'm looking at my computer and I'm talking to myself most of the time. So I just assumed you have all made an incorrect choice because both were incorrect. Both choices were incorrect. Well, I hope you remember the correct answer for next time. Alrighty. Okay. Let's look on the bright side. Guys, we are approaching the end of today's show. Hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you learned something new. This is the end. Until next time, thanks for listening. You've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. You've been an awesome audience. Have an awesome rest of the week. Keep out of trouble. Until next week. Hasta la próxima. Ciao. <laughs>